Welcome back to another edition of NFL Pigskin Pickers. I'm Tim Trainer, along with Steve Hill. Hey, Steve, how are you? Pretty good. Uh, new kicker in Minnesota. Yeah, that's what you've been asking for for a long time, huh? Yeah, it's been fun uh, reading all the puns. Uh, my favorite is, he will be missed. <laughs> Don't it. He made uh, <laughs> That's good. Uh, Walsh is out. Yeah, that's an exciting moment for a, for a Vikings team that's been had a pretty rough go of it recently. And speaking of people who have had a pretty rough go of it recently, that's you and I. Uh, two and three last week, we started off with a bang, winning Baltimore on Thursday night. Carolina gave up a, a early lead. Uh, we're beat by Kansas City. We, we were a great pick with underdog Tennessee, who whooped the heck out of Green Bay. San Diego led most of that game, kicked it away like we thought they might, and New England. And uh, was upended, beat it straight up by Seattle on that cool Sunday night game. So two and three for the week. We got to do better than that, and uh, we're going to do it. Week eleven, it's incredible, right? How, how, how is it week eleven yet? It's ama- It really is amazing. Um, so there's a game planned. We're doing this Thursday night. There's a game on underway already. That's Carolina, New Orleans. It's early, three nothing. Uh, Carolina has a lead. Uh, we're certainly not going to pick a game that's underway, but did you, you have that? I mean, Carolina's let us down quite a few times this year. They they seem like they're a lost team. And New Orleans, man, I don't know if you watched any of that New Orleans-Denver game. That was a great game. It was a great game. New Orleans played was was in every part of that game. I, I think that thought they deserved to win, a terribly unlucky loss. I think they might be a, a under-the-radar team who's who might be a top-tier team in the NFL. Yeah, I'm I'm liking New Orleans. Me too. And uh, that's the way I was leaning. I think uh, a dog pick yeah. would have been a way to go tonight. But uh, at the end of the day, I think we've got better picks down the list. And uh, it was going to wind up being a stay-away recommendation for me. But uh, I agree. Going back to week 10 yeah. quick, I mean, I just think that uh, it's the car- security is yeah. just out of that's- control right now. I mean, I, I really felt good about those five picks we had. Mm-hmm. It's just, I guess I want to embrace how fun it is to to have it be so unpredictable. Yep. But uh, I think the message moving forward is we got to take a hard look at these dogs. You know, I love me a good underdog, so that might be a, it. Might be nice to to start picking a few of them as long as they're not the Cleveland Browns because yeah. we can always pick uh, against them. The <laughs> yeah, the Niners covered. I had that written down last yeah. week. I had a little little and they covered they almost beat Arizona. I'm still a Niners fan. All right, so let's go to those Sunday games. Um, opens Indianapolis at home, three point favorites over Tennessee, Indy team coming off a bye. We always like those teams. Um but Tennessee uh, just impresses me. That AFC South is wide open. Marcus Player of the Week, right? Yeah, I mean he was. Gr- I mean he just torched Green Bay in that game. They were never in doubt. I mean they were up by twenty in the blink of an eye, and they never let them within two touchdowns. Um, I think Tennessee's a better team. I don't know if we look elsewhere for better picks, but I think you question mark the Titans there because I'm just they're really coming together offensively. To complement that great defense, so yeah. let's take a look at that. Now to the hottest team in the NFC North, the Detroit Lions. Out of nowhere, man. Uh, they're six and a half point favorites, and and uh, broken record here, but another team with two weeks to prepare, um, and they're hosting Jacksonville. Um, Lions six and a half. That, that usually means Vegas is begging you, begging you to take the underdog there. They like to get to the seven if they can. Um, any any of these teams uh, jump out at you, interest you? Um, 
I think the Jags are playing pretty good ball, but you know, like I said, Detroit's winning games. They, they, they've, they've got a chance to really put a stake in the division lead and, and become a playoff team. Yeah, I, but I just don't think Detroit is winning so much as the teams they're beating are, are beating themselves. That's, I, mean, I think Jacksonville would be a good pick there. That's the way I see it, too. Those are even teams, and I'll take the six and a half points, right? Right. Yep. Um, all right. Well, let's go down to, to Kansas City and Arrowhead. They're seven and a half point favorites against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. KC pulled out another you know crazy fourth quarter win over Carolina last week. They just keep winning games. They're uh, you know neck and neck with Denver and New England is the best teams in the AFC somehow, uh, but they don't score a lot of points. A seven and a half is a lot. Um, you know, 20 might be their limit. That means you only need two touchdowns from Jameis, famous Jameis and the Bucks. Uh, but they're just a bad team. I don't know. I'd lean Tampa Bay, but... Tampa sure handled the uh, Bears. Yeah. 36 to 10. Well, everybody, uh, but... Butler, you know, saved his <laughs> meltdown, not for my game, but yeah. for that one, but... Uh, why don't we take a pass on this one? It, okay. It doesn't seem to be. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. In our top five. KC, a team that's under the radar, like we're, t- we're talking about. There's some good teams out there that maybe, you know, have have slipped through, lost a few games early, and are now kind of cream rising to the crop kind of teams. Uh, the Giants uh, squeaked one out there Monday night against my Bengals. I thought I thought they played poorly, and I was so unimpressed with that team. I mean, they can't block. They have no running game. Um, it's all Eli. They they I mean. I, I don't know. I don't think I don't. They're not a team that scares me at all. They did pull out the game, won by a point, um, seven and a half at home against Chicago, and I can't support Chicago to do anything. So that's a stay away for me. It's a stay away, but I'll say this about your Bengals uh, against the Giants, and I, aren't the Giants without Cruz now? They were Monday, and I, they expect him to be back. They expect him back. Yeah. Okay. But the tackling that the Bengals, uh, you know. Yeah. You know, executing against the Giants. I mean, they were tackling hard. Yeah, they were knocking people. There were some good hits. It was clean. Yep. But that was some old school smash mouth football going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, if your Bengals play defense that way, uh, I'm liking. They're, they're just not a 60-minute team. It's just amazing that 10, you know, really poor times for penalties. They had a you know, big third down as they're driving. They get a hold and just, just dumb things, and they just can't put, you know, a full game together. And that's what kills you in that NFL. You can't do that. Right. Um, it costs them the game, and it probably costs them their season right there. Uh, another team that's, uh, man, season on the brink, the Minnesota Vikings. They get back in the favored role against uh, – who, what's it kind of Arizona team. I mean, they barely squeaked by San Fran. We talked about last week. The line's two. Gosh, these are just two uh, question mark teams, in my opinion. I mean, what, what, what do you make? Are any, either of these teams good, or are they either of them bad? I think the Vikings are good, not great on mm-hmm. defense. And I think that... You could say the same about Arizona, huh? You're right. I, yeah. Very evenly matched and... Um, you know, I think for me it's a stay away. If I, I were so a Vikings fan, I'd want to take Arizona, mm-hmm. uh, getting the points. I think you know the tailspin the Vikings are in uh, is for real. This new kicker coming in, uh, they just can't block. They just can't block 
uh, on the line for Bradford. Yeah. And and and, I and until, well, I th- until we see them put it together, you got to stay away from Minnesota. Yeah. And and the Bridgewater and AP injuries got a lot of the press, but those injuries to the offensive line are devastating to a and team. Long out. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, your tackles. Next? I mean, you can't lose those. Yeah. Those guys are so important, and there's just not many good ones. So as soon as you get to that second string and guys off the street, they just can't handle these and NFL defenders. Right now, Tim, they're taking these guys who are just, you know, practice squad guys. Yep. And they're going to start some of them. Yep. I mean, it's crazy. Yep. Yep. So Good. I think you got to stay away from Minnesota. They've got great pieces. If they can shore up the O-line for next year, uh, yep. you know, look out. But for right now, I think the defense, we're seeing some softening because they're just not confident that the offense can get the job done, and that affects the defense. I think. I'm with you there. Uh, another team we got to stick away from is Cincinnati. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites at home against Buffalo. I mean, I, my gut tells me they win this game. They're better than Buffalo, but they've, been, they've lost to teams they're better at than all year. So not a team I can count on. Buffalo is not a team I can count on. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pass for me, and i got to hope Pittsburgh loses and, and Baltimore loses and Cincinnati somehow can, has a playoff chance. Um, so let's pass to that one. And the, and the big game, uh, the, the early game, is Dallas, who just continues to roll. Man, an impressive late win there against the Steelers in that in that cool little uh, Super Bowl rematch um, from gener- you know decades ago. They're seven point dogs now. You've been saying those numbers haven't been high enough for a Dallas team that rolls off wins. Now all of a sudden they they jump up. Baltimore's not a bad team, and they're getting seven. Can they go to Dallas and steal a game? Yes. Hmm. You know, I'm I'm no Dallas Cowboys fan, but I think that this bubble's going to burst, and uh, it's going to be fun to watch. You know, I mean, they just can't run the table like this with a rookie. I mean, we're going to see Dak make some mistakes eventually. And well, so what's your take on on Dak versus Tony? Is it a no doubt, or you just got to leave him in? He's winning games. Or? Leave him in. He's winning games. Yeah, that's what I do. Really? That's what Tony's saying. Well, yeah. I mean, He's getting paid a lot of money to say that. Right. And and more power to him. I you know, for all that Tony's gone through with his back, yeah. I'm I'm cool with him sitting. Why would you put Romo as fragile as he is and rusty now as he yeah. is out there when you got a hot rookie? Yeah. Leave him in there. But, I mean, uh, it reminds me a lot of Peyton Manning last year. Um, exactly. They they brought in a a rookie quarterback. Well, not, I mean, kind of almost a rookie quarterback. You know, hadn't hadn't had many starts. They put this guy in, and all of a sudden, when it came down to, to getting time, they said, "No, we'll take our vet, who's a little beat up, who's really beat up, but knows how to win games." Um, obviously, Tony Romo is not Peyton Manning, right. but um, you think just leave that back in for the rest of the year? Wins, losses, no matter. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not so sure, but yeah, maybe playoffs work Romo back in. But uh, you know, let this that would be anarchy. Can you imagine the, yeah, the media if that yeah, happens? But yeah. That's what's fun. All right, so why don't we start that controversy off with the Baltimore upset win in Dallas this week? Sound good? Sounds good. Cool. All right, and then our just you know gimme game, pet against the Browns. Pittsburgh's going into Cleveland. There'll be eighty percent. There'll be eighty percent Pittsburgh fans there. The, the line's eight. Let's take the cis dealers. I think we bet against Cleveland the last five or six weeks, and we've I think we're five and six and zero. Oh. So we'll, we'll keep that rolling. 
Um, not a very pretty game here. Miami is traveling to Los Angeles. Miami uh, screwed us last week coming back to beat San Diego. L.A. won a 9-6 to game against the Jets. Just don't score touchdowns and win ballgames. Wow. Lines one and a half. It might be 2 nothing. So I, I say we stick away from that one. Uh, New England, 13-point favorites on the road, traveling cross-country to San Francisco. Um, 13, man. Is that too much or not enough? It's a lot, and I hear Gronk's iffy. Yeah. Uh, they were not, you know, they, they played well in that Sunday night game, but Seattle outplayed them. You know, they didn't seem like a, a devastating team at all that you thought they might have been a couple weeks ago, you know, just the heads above everyone else. Um Bill Belichick doesn't lose two games in a row. Um, he, they're going to they're gonna find a way to win this. but they, They'll win it. Will they win it by two touchdowns? Uh, yeah. They could. They could. Some, sometimes they smart from, from losses. And At San Francisco, that's what sort of – I mean, Kaepernick going to play? Yep. And you sort of said before we uh, started recording that, that you like the Niners. I do a little bit. Oh, I mean, a case I, to make for taking that underdog. Uh, I mean – they, they hung with Arizona last week. I think they're just uh, – I like – I'm a chip believer, i got to admit. Um, he's going to have something in, in line for uh, Trump-loving Bill Belichick and Trump-loving uh, Tom Brady. I think he'll have something to uh, to give to them. Uh, I don't think it's enough. The team's not as talented. Um, I think it's a stay away, to be honest. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find ways to, to beat the Niners, but – Bill might be going for the kill, and I don't know. We've learned enough not to bet against New England, right? Yeah, let's pass it. All right, sounds good. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks coming off that big emotional win over the team that beat them in the Super Bowl two years ago. The Seahawks are at home and six-and-a-half-point favorites over Philly. And, t- and th- talking about Philly, that Philly-Atlanta game was on TV and watched a lot of that. They, those teams played excellent, I thought. It was a really fun game. The NFC's, I think, taking a step forward where the AFC is kind of stagnant. Um, Good NFC game here. Maybe a, you know a playoff. Uh, we see these teams f- face off again in the playoffs. Line six and a half. Six and a half always makes me think NFL wants you to take the underdog. So I look up to that Jacksonville line, and then you know seven and a half. They want you to take the favorite. You know they just take seven and a half. If, if they could get that number seven, you know they would. Um, does that mean we take the half point and, and take the Seattle or? I think you take Seattle at home. I like the way Russell Wilson played. I think didn't Seattle pick up one of their running backs? Going to be back. Out? Yeah, they dropped Kristen Michael too. Yeah. So is it Rawls who's back? Yep. Okay. It is. And then Jimmy Graham's playing well. Baldwin's playing well. Yeah. The defense is looking good. I think you take Seattle. Okay, let's do it. By a touchdown. All right, that that works for me. Sunday night game is a fun one. Uh, it's in Washington and the Green Bay Packers in a free fall kind of thing. I don't think that team has been in this kind of a free fall in a long time. And Rodgers, you know, put up put, puts up numbers, but he he's not winning games. Um, do we just pile on with the Washington team here? I'm tempted to go Washington. I am too. I'm, I'm thinking. Monday's game in Mexico City. Ooh, we gotta have that. Let's talk about it. In Mexico City, the first time ever an NFL game's been played south of the for, border. Uh, my secretary Lorena, whose uh, husband Michael is a big time Raiders fan, as is Richie Gardner, a, a, you know, a, a shared friend in Mexico. And I just feel like I gotta go with Oakland. They're six-point uh, favorites in this kind of neutral site game over the Houston Texans. We're rolling with the Raiders? I think you got to take over. All right, let's do it. 
Long live the Raiders in Mexico. Um, so there's our picks for the week. I've got Jacksonville plus six and a half against Detroit. Baltimore plus seven against Dallas. Gosh, you've got to love those plus, you know, before we kick off, we're up. <laughs> Pittsburgh minus eight against Cleveland. Seattle minus six and a half against Philadelphia. Oakland minus six against Houston. Sounds good? Sounds great. Cool. Next week we got Thanksgiving Day games and a, and a whole slate. And the NFL season gets gets serious. It does, and and we're going to put a lot of effort into those Turkey Day picks. Yep. And so, uh, listeners, if you have any thoughts, yep. Tim, where do they send those? You thoughts? can send those thoughts to editor e d i t o r at eastoregonian.com. That's great. We'd love emails or thoughts, and we can we can pipe you in if you got a if you got a hot take on a game coming up. That'd be great. We'll we'll be back. We'll record next week before the Turkey Day games. So uh, maybe we'll have some Thanksgiving thoughts too. Sounds good. Thanks, Steve. Okay, Mike.